0: All right, Jimmy, on am with Brady Cannon after another winning week. Two-in-one week here as each and every week his best bets on the NFL. Good job, Brady. Let's get right to it. He's got three more picks for you. Two uh, straight plays and then a teaser at Bet Rivers. And we'll let you know some of the favorable juice sometimes on these teasers. It's worth a look if you look at them from time to time. Let's go to Jacksonville as the San Francisco 49ers come off of their bye and maybe a little time to get uh, Brock Purdy healthy as he was the only player to be placed placed in uh, concussion protocol that actually played the very next week, and he showed some signs that he maybe could have used a little bit more time off. Now he is extra time. They go to red-hot Jacksonville. Three-point favorites here, Brady. Who are we looking at?
1: Well, I tell you what, Jimmy. I actually bet this game on the look-ahead line at San Francisco minus 2.5 because of the situation I identified ahead of time here. And that is San Francisco, a team that was really struggling, having lost three straight, beat up injury-wise going into a bye week. That's a situation I like to bet on that team coming out the other side. And then you have conversely a team in Jacksonville like you said red hot having won five in a row a team on a complete roll going into their bye week so conflicting situations here for me in the same game a team I like to bet on that is having some struggles they get that bye week they get to pause they get to reset they get a lot healthier versus a team that was on a complete roll and all that momentum comes to a grinding halt for the Jacksonville Jaguars so uh, a bet on and a bet against situation here for me in the same game and if you look at my power ratings I actually make San Francisco just a two-point favorite but when I run all my stats I come out to the Niners as better than a four and a half point favorite so I've got a very strong situation against Jacksonville and for San Francisco and the stats that all make sense for me, I was able to get San Francisco under a field goal. I don't mind it at minus three where it currently is at Bet Rivers.
0: All right, so San Francisco uh, minus three, and sometimes that, that bye week on how it'll slow down a hot team and maybe kind of re, uh, regroup a team that's struggling because, yeah, San Francisco, was, by everybody's account, was the best team in the, uh, the league after they demolished Dallas. And then they've gone to this uh, this three-game losing streak. You know, one, they missed a field goal. They could have won that one uh, at Cleveland, but still Cleveland at uh, without uh, their starting quarterback uh, in that one also. All right, talking about some hot quarterbacks. Here we go uh, in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is fully healthy. He looks great. And then Houston. Well, what can you say? Four hundred and seventy yards uh, for for CJ Stroud, and not only that, he leads the league in touchdown to interception ratio. So he has been hot as heck as well. How about a little? Uh, Hadn't seen that one in a while, Brady. A spread determined on a kneel down on a, an extra point, but we'll take it. It's something that we were yelling for as the, the kicker was knocked out of it and the aggression on the kicking was going back and forth on the Houston sideline with D'Amico Rides, who has also done an excellent job in his rookie role this year. Cincinnati's seven-point favorites at home against these young Houston Texans.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a new role for Cincinnati, you know, an underdog to the San Francisco 49ers, a very small favorite to the Buffalo Bills, and now a full touchdown favorite over a pretty hot Houston Texans team. Now, I actually ran an additional set of numbers on this game, Jimmy, because the Cincinnati Bengals have been one of the most inconsistent teams in the NFL versus what their stats were in the beginning of the season and what they are now they they've really been you know almost polar opposites not necessarily in statistical categories but what we're seeing on the field the first three or four weeks of the season they were not very good at all Joe Burrow still hobbled by that calf injury and then in the last three or four weeks they have absolutely looked like the Cincinnati Bengals that we've come to expect here for the last few seasons my power ratings on the game came to six and a half in favor of Cincinnati, which is exactly about where it is in a lot of spots and kind of trending that way at BetRivers Rivers as well. Cincinnati currently seven point favorites with some juice on the dog. But when I dove into the stats, there was a lot of areas that came out in favor of the Houston Texans. And I said, now, wait a minute, is this just because of, you know, the split, so to speak, that Cincinnati's had with the beginning of the year versus the second half. So then I ran another set of numbers just on the last three games where Cincinnati's been at their best and it doesn't change much of anything here. So, you know, the numbers are telling me that Houston is the right side here, that seven points is too many. And then you look at the situation as well. The Bengals come off of a huge national TV Sunday night game. DeMar Hamlin returning to Cincinnati where, of course, he had the cardiac arrest. The the Cincinnati Bengals take care of the Buffalo Bills. And then what do they do next week? They play the big, bad Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore, the first place team on the division. And sitting there right in between is the lowly little Houston Texans, the perennial doormat of the league, right, from out of division. And oh, by the way, the next game coming up against the Baltimore Ravens is on a Thursday night. So they travel to Baltimore on a short week off of the Sunday night game with Houston in between. I think the numbers and the situation say that the Houston Texans should be able to stay inside this number. And I tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if they snuck up on the Bengals here and won outright.
0: Oh, that's interesting and a great uh, spot to schedule because, uh, yes, Baltimore is on their mind. How can any division game not be on the mount, mind of those four teams? All four are in. The, the the season ends right now. They're all in. The entire AFC North is in the playoffs right now. And also, that was before Burrow was healthy. Uh, they still managed to take the lead in the second half, and Baltimore went right down the field. So they're looking for a little revenge. And those two teams, let's, let's face it, they met in a playoff game where Cincinnati was very fortunate to get out alive uh, at home last year with the 100 yard uh, scoop and score. So Houston plus seven against cincinnati get extra value this football season with bet river squares you can win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money bet ten dollars in same game parlays on any game with the squares icon to earn a square brought to you by our friends over at the bet rivers all right looking at a little teaser this week tennessee is taking on tampa bay traveling to tampa bay tampa bay is a one point favorite at home against Tennessee, I like the way Will Levis looked. It even I, – I had him in the notes, the mental notes I was making at Pittsburgh as Pittsburgh was figuring out another way to cover a spread <laughs> somehow, some way, somehow to win a game, another one where they were outgained. I'm like – I am backing this young rookie quarterback. He looks good. Maybe Mike Stoops was a quarterback killer at Kentucky. And then the Saints. The Saints uh, win. Now they travel to Minnesota. Two and a half. Looking at a six and a half point teaser here, Brady. Only minus 122 juice at bet rivers which is light and that is at the time of this recording but this six and a half point teaser and it varies on the different spreads that they have but this one is only laying minus 122 you like tennessee and minnesota
1: yeah that's an outstanding price on a six and a half point teaser jimmy And, and the only reason i use six and a half is to get tennessee from one rather than one to seven from seven or it's from one to seven and a half to get on the other side of seven. I I really think that's the way you want to go when you're doing a teaser. Get it to that other side of seven at the very least. And and I'm with you. I think Tennessee's been pretty impressive the last couple of weeks. I really didn't want to fall victim to the Will Levis hype, but I, I think this kid so far is so good. He looks for real. And he comes out of the bye week and takes it to Atlanta, and then on a short week the next week at uh, Pittsburgh on the road is able to do it against that defense he doesn't win the game they probably should have won the game but I thought he still looked very good Um, and here you have a a Tampa Bay team he'll be taking on a defense that I don't think is as good as Pittsburgh Uh, and you have another equally anemic offense from Tampa Bay like he faced in the Pittsburgh Steelers Uh, and I think the uh, number the money we've already seen go towards the titans and and i agree with that when I crunch all my numbers, I actually make Tennessee a one-point favorite in this game rather than a one-point underdog. Um, I don't want to—I don't want to lay the uh, or the the one point, or I don't want to take just the one point. I want to tease it up and get it over to that other side of a touchdown. I really feel comfortable with that situation. Uh, Tennessee on the road—they haven't won a road game in God knows how long. I think they have a good shot. I, I think Tampa Bay—we're starting to realize—is maybe not nearly as good as their season started to be. We talked about the Cincinnati Bengals where they started out lousy and have really improved. It kind of seems like it's going the opposite direction for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And Tennessee seems to be on the upswing a little bit. So I I like teasing them here uh, off of the one all the way to seven and a half. And I'll pair that with the Minnesota Vikings. And and speaking of falling for the quarterback hype, (laughs) I think uh, they're probably having the Joshua Dobbs hero parade in Minnesota right now, right, Jimmy? uh, I, I do expect him to come back down to earth a little bit but you and I both know this is a very smart kid and now he's had a full week of practice he's got a good offense he's got a good defense he's got a good offensive line he's got one of the best home field advantages in Minnesota one of the best home field advantages in the NFL and you also have this team starting to realize that they've got a realistic shot at making the postseason. And then the other factor here for me is the Saints as a road favorite, Jimmy. And you in New Orleans, you know how that goes for this team. Derek Carr, 8-25-2 against the spread as a favorite of three or more points. And as a road favorite, he is 4-15-2 against the number. And then you have his coach... Dennis Allen, who has the worst record in the league for a coach as a favorite. So the last thing I want to do is lay points on the road with the New Orleans Saints. But with the quarterback change in Minnesota, I'll play this one safe and tease it from two and a half to nine. You can tease it to eight and a half. A six-point teaser certainly works, but again, paired with Tennessee and using six and a half, it brings us to Minnesota and nine. My numbers actually came out to the Vikings as a one and a half point favorite here, but when you make the adjustment for Cousins, I think the Saints being a two and a half point favorite or so is about right, but again, I feel very comfortable with that Saints as a poor road favorite and moving this game all the way. Way to nine so i like the teaser play both sides here tennessee and minnesota
0: yeah and, uh, and brady what would normally be the juice it'd be somewhere in the area of minus 130 on a six and a half point teaser. well yeah it, it could be to as 140? high
1: it could be as high as maybe minus 145 obviously depending on where you shop but i like to if i'm going to do a six and a half i don't like to pay more than minus 130 and the fact that bet rivers has given us minus 122 is fantastic
0: well, one of the things uh, that uh, that happens, and so why did you know one of the reasons that Pittsburgh figured a way to beat Tennessee, going back to the Tennessee game, uh, is because it was <clears throat> a lot of offensive linemen that went out uh, in that game. Now, Nicholas petit he he will be out for the season. He needs surgery to repair a shoulder. You know the uh, the shoulder injury that he suffered in that Thursday night loss uh, in Pittsburgh, but uh, you know Chris Hubbard uh, is questionable, so he may return, and everybody else will be ready to go. But they lost a lot of offensive linemen uh, in that loss uh, to weather. Uh, and listen, if the Saints, if the Saints are a plus five in t- turnover margin against the Bears and can't cover yeah, a nine, right. it's going to be hard for them to cover in Minnesota in. Man, who how do you not fall in love with Dobbs, man? I mean, you know, new quarterback is in a position of leadership, comes with a new team. He might, you know, try and, you know, pull his shoulder down to finish off a run or make a block and things like that to kind of win over the locker room, show up early, leave late, whatever. Trying to win over done. <laughs> You've won over that locker room, brother, and going out and competing the way he did, whether it's the coaches, the players. How do you how do you not respect that guy just throwing in there in the job that he did? It was outstanding.
1: Oh, and it was great to watch, too. I loved Minnesota in that spot over the Atlanta Falcons because of, you know, the fallen hero theory. The team rallies around the new guy, and they're inspired, you know, win this one for Cousins, and, you know, their hopes were kind of dashed. They You know, they were on really an upswing, having won three games in a row, starting to feel really good about their chances, and then he goes down. So you knew they were going to come with effort in this follow-up game, and then Dobbs give them, gives them the effort that he did and they have to be on a high once again. Um, so I, I think they have a good chance to, I mean, they're at home here. You, you can understand a little bit of a drop-off for Joshua Dobbs. You know, that would be natural. Um, but they're only two-and-a-half-point dogs here for a reason. I, th- I think, you know, these teams are probably pretty equal. I think Minnesota's probably the better squad, certainly with Cousins in there. They're not going to be a dog. Um, but Joshua Dobbs wasn't that bad at Arizona either when he had a running game. When James Connor was in there for Arizona, you remember, they were competitive at least through the first half of every game they played before Connors went out. Um, now, the fact that Minnesota has a pretty good running game, they lost Cam Akers, of course, last week, uh, but Madison is still very formidable, and, and Dobbs, you know, now dealing with better weapons than he was in Arizona, too, so I, I think it's a pretty good situation, and we probably won't see a ton of drop-off. Is he going to be heroic like last week? I, I, I doubt it, but I think he can get enough here certainly to stay with inside the nine that we've got on the teaser.
0: I think they're very close with the rosters. I'm not so sure about the bench. Dennis Allen leaves a lot to be desired. It should be mandatory. Uh, Derek Carr does not take a snap inside the 20. That's Taysom Hill area. Yeah. I mean, just yeah. let him do uh, his thing. He threw for one and caught one uh, last week against the Bears. We do it each and every week. Two in one week last week. Let's keep up the winning ways here in the NFL with Brady Cannon. For Brady, I'm Jimmy Yacht on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.